who, in your mind, who's the starting other guard? First of all, did you say Obre Jr.? Come on, bro. It's Obre Jr. Man, get it together. First of all, you got to get the names right. Okay. You get your names right say. for all these stats well, you do? first you of all, right? you know, Anthony wants the big, everyone's got the big three. Anthony wants, like, the big ten. <laughs> five. Five would do. Just give me a starting five. What do you, what do you think, like, Okay, you know? okay. All right, stop the shenanigans. <laughs> all of a sudden. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Matter of Stats podcast. We're all back in action with you tonight. Myself, Anthony, Kobe, Billy, the fellas in the house. Boys, what's going on? Happy hump day. I'm chilling. Had the day off. Billy, (laughs) did you make it over the hump? (laughs) I'm trying. I'm trying. (laughs) Billy is the hump. (laughs) (laughs) He is the hump. Oh, man, you got that right. Oh, but yeah, man, feeling good. It's a Wednesday. It's uh, out of the norm for us. But uh, hey, you know, we had a game last night. So priorities. Yes, sir. Yep. We've got to be flexible now that uh, we're in the playoffs. We'll get into all that. Uh, Before we jump in, of course, we like to remind everybody to check out the Matter of Stats podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and our YouTube channel. All right. We'll kick it off with our sports headlines as usual. Uh, In some boxing news, just announced today, Jake Paul will fight Nate Diaz in a boxing bout scheduled for August 5th. Nate Diaz. Yeah. Uh, That's, uh, yeah, apparently he's a boxer. Um, The Lakers, just before the season ended, made a couple of moves. They signed Tristan Thompson and guard Shaquille Harrison uh, to make the moves. They also had to waive uh, guard uh, Devin Reed. Um, but now they got a full 15 man roster, a little more depth. So that's nice heading into the playoffs. The Ravens, they signed Odell Beckham Jr. to a one year, $15 million deal. Odell, uh, didn't sit, didn't play last year due to injury, but now back in the league on a one year deal with the Ravens. Um, the NBA regular season of course has come to a close. As the playoffs begin, though, that always means that uh, some coaches get let go. The Pistons parted ways with Dwayne Casey, and the Rockets parted ways with Steven Silas. Heard Frank Vogel's in the mix for uh, a Rockets yep. job. Yep, yep. Um, uh, former NFL Arizona Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury, he's joined the uh, USC staff as one of their uh, coaches. So that's a good move for USC, I think, and you know, Cliff Kingsbury, I guess to stay uh, somewhat local. And that's our headlines this week, boys. That Beckham deal. Uh, they're really, they're really trying to lure Lamar back in. <laughs> well, we joked um, about it, right? That, that deal. Sign, sign a know, wide receiver before they sign a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, that deal is 15 million guaranteed. He has a possibility to make 18. Yeah. Well, that's a guaranteed deal. So the, that's, pretty crazy but i mean maybe his workout impressed them and you know maybe he's good to go so uh, we'll see how that works out uh yeah Kobe, you excited for that fight i am excited for the fight yeah i already plugged it into my calendar and everything today so august 5th it's going down i'll be ready i'm sticking with boxing so uh i got jake paul by decision yeah all right I, Your I got way a, too early prediction my way <laughs> too early prediction yeah but i i want to ask you guys something though yeah it, If I would have told you back in February, right before the trade deadline, when uh, 
when Tristan Thompson famously texted Kyrie Irving saying that they should get the band back together again. If I would have told you guys that we would start the postseason with Tristan Thompson and not Kyrie Irving, <laughs> what would you have said? I would have said that there's a greater chance that we started with both of them than one of them, but certainly not Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, I thought that was funny because, uh, you know, everyone was kind of making fun of Tristan at that time. They were like, yeah, sure. What, oh, okay, buddy. <laughs> everyone was all focused on Kyrie. So the fact that well, it ended up being Tristan was kind of funny. But I know, but remember, Tristan, the, the, but remember the, the joke I had told you guys when we had brought Tristan Thompson, you know, in for a workout, you know, whatever, last month. It, it's funny to me, like I think I told you guys, he's only like 32 or something. Yeah, like, it so seems young. like he's it seems like he's like 37, right? It seems yeah. like he's been in the league as long as like LeBron, but, yeah. but he hasn't. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy how the, some of these guys get phased out at such a young age. It's, it's just it's nuts, man. Do we do we realistically see just just uh, real quick here? Do we realistically see him or uh, Shaq Harrison getting any meaningful minutes here in the postseason? Anthony, what do you think? Maybe Thompson, if there's some sort of foul trouble or an injury, you know, like if Bamba or Wenyan go down with some sort of an ankle sprain or something. Yeah. But that's it. I would be, unless it's mop up duty. I don't. I don't. Let's put it this way: if if Shaquille Harrison is in the game in a critical time, then we got a problem. <laughs> I know. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. Because Lonnie Walker might not get any any minutes in the postseason. So if Harrison's getting minutes, we got a real issue. I haven't even seen Lonnie Walker playing in the last I don't know how many games. Now. Well, that's my point. He's not even part of the rotation. So if if Shaq Harrison is in there, then something went drastically wrong. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Speaking of that, let's give a little you know recap of the week here. So, obviously, as Kobe alluded to a second ago, the Lakers had a big win last night, first play-in game of the of the Western Conference, and they took care of business at home. And you know, beating Minnesota, it certainly wasn't pretty, and it didn't unfold. I think the way everybody expected. I know there was a lot of chatter yesterday that it was going to be a blowout win for the Lakers. I figured it would be close, not that close, um, but I expected us to win, and at least we did, uh, you know, take care of business. Uh, so quickly, we'll just kind of recap that. Want to get your guys' thoughts first on what you thought last night uh, after the victory? That was a fun game, man. I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> you said you said that, and Billy and I were like, "Shut up, uh, Anthony." No, hold on, hold it's, on. It's only fun if you don't have a dog in the fight. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll tell you why. I, I know your blood pressure was, was, you know, probably through the roof. Uh, Cause that's how you are, you know, but again, that's the difference between you and me. You know, I love a competitive scrappy back and forth game, you know, give me that all day. You know, we go down by 10 in the first quarter. You're real quick to say the game's over. You're all depressed. You're all sad. You yeah, Billy a little bit too, so, but I like being down. I like the comeback wins. I want us to fight and claw back, you know? So uh, just makes it that much better at the end. So uh, kind of like the, the 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 old Shaq and Kobe days, you know, when we had to pull off those comebacks in the in the 2000s against the Portlands and the Sacramentos, you know. So I enjoyed it. I mean, I know I know you guys uh, ultimately liked it at the end of the day. I know through three quarters, you guys uh, were definitely checking your blood pressure. I'm sure, but uh, hey, I liked it. We, we you know we trailed, we 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 got scrappy, we got physical when we needed to. Turned on the the Jets late, would have won in regulation, but. You know, AD had that brain fart, so we had to knock it out in OT. But got it done. Bada boom, bada bing. On to the next. Yeah, I I never thought at any point that we were going and blow out Minnesota. I don't I don't know where people were 
<clears throat> getting that from. But, um, I mean, I, I knew it was going to be a close game. Carl uh, Anthony Towns always plays really well against the Lakers. Um, and, you know, it, it was going to be physical. I mean, it seemed like coming out of the gate, the Lakers weren't ready for it. The rest were letting them play early. And you could tell it was kind of getting to some of the Laker players. And, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't agree with some of the non-calls and stuff as well. But, you know, if you're out there on the floor, you got to kind of adjust, right? So it's playoff time. You know, it's going to get physical. I mean, technically it wasn't a playoff, playoff game. It was the play-in. But still, I mean, they're not going to be high-scoring games unless one team gets hot, which Minnesota is very hot to start the game. And, you know, we, we definitely have to do a better job defending the three. That's just, there's no excuse for that. We shouldn't be doubling. We should not have been doubling more than maybe one guy on that team. So um, I'm sure that's something to look at as far as film and stuff goes going into play uh, Memphis. Cause uh, you know, Memphis is going to be tough. So, um, but I am excited about the win. Uh, like Kobe said, it was an exciting game. My blood pressure was, <laughs> uh, spiking at some points um i was getting a little frustrated and and down at some points but uh you know like like you said kobe they they came back they they finally locked it down on defense and uh they got the win so yeah well i mean and you know probably to my own fault i can't watch it always like a fan i watch it like a coach like a gm like a, i want i want us to be clicking on all cylinders not making mistakes being highly efficient effective smart to me a great game is a 20 point win that's a great game i know you're Stop lying. Theory. you know you mean, no, so, no, no, no i know saying, your theory no no you're I saying know a your great theory. game for your team not a great game yes for my team all yes of, all yes of. no but i'm saying kobe can sit there and watch it and watch his team and be excited, watch the comeback, make the shot at the end to win it at the buzzer. Yeah, that's exciting when it's not your team. I want to see my team win by 20 every single night. You can call that boring, but that's what I'll take. All that being said, you know, there were some positives to take out of it. Like you said, Kobe, we, we got physical in the second half, particularly in the fourth quarter. We turned up our defensive intensity. Yeah, you know, we, we played with purpose. We took a meaningful approach and we, we proved a little something, right? Like we didn't have to win that game technically, but we flipped the script in the fourth quarter and said, no, we're going to find a way to win this game. Even though it wasn't pretty, we didn't shoot the ball. Well, we didn't defend well the whole night. Uh, you know, not a lot of guys played well. d didn't play. Turnovers. Really great. Oh so turnovers, but, yeah, turnovers were terrible in the first half. And like Billy said, they shot the lights out from three in the first half. We were we we started the game like what, one for nine? So yeah. we got in a hole quick and they were the physical team. They were they were, you know, pushing us around. They were getting a lot of slap steals and we and we weren't adjusting in the first half. And then we got down by fifteen in the third quarter and it looked kind of bleak. But like we said, we we we, we we manned up a little bit. We got, we got tough. We got tight. And that's playoff basketball, right? We always talk about the playoffs are different because the pace changes. It gets more physical. The game slows down. You have to, you have to play more half court. So it's a totally different style of play. And that definitely felt like a playoff game, game even though it's not a playoff game. So, uh, you know, I want to – it's funny. Do, do you, guys, you guys think it's interesting that these games, the stats don't count? Like, isn't that weird? 
because they're not considered a regular season game. So they don't count against a player. They don't count towards a player's regular season career stats, but they're not counted as playoff games. So they don't count towards a player's postseason career stats. They literally mm-hmm. just disappear. No, I didn't know that. Well, didn't isn't that, isn't that weird? Yeah, I don't know why they just don't change it and, and consider it part of the playoffs. You know, that's what the NCAA tournament did a few years ago, a few years back when they when they created those playing games, right? They do they they did they did the same thing, right? They have those four games before the tournament starts. Yeah. But they call that the first round now. Those 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 two little nights, those those eight games or whatever. They call that the first round. And then what we used to call the first round on Thursday and Friday is now called the second round. So I'm surprised that the NBA, you don't have to necessarily call it the first round, but just call the play in part of the playoffs. So these stats go somewhere. Yeah. I don't really care about, I just don't like the play in tournament period. I love the play in tournament. I know. I love it. Kobe's right. It's not going anywhere. It's, it's, it's got it's got way too much buzz. It's created way too much revenue. It's created you know dollars, ratings. It's it's not going anywhere. Did you guys happen to see the the Toronto Bulls game earlier? I mean, that came down to the wire too with three free throws at the end by yeah, you know, Siakam. Yeah, Siakam. It was kind of like yeah, the same Siakam. scenario from yeah, last he night. Him. Yeah, I know he, he missed him. him. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean that's exciting. I like I liked it. I was on the edge. Of my it's out. exciting. Yeah, right. It's exciting when it's not your team. <laughs> I'm just saying, I just, I just want to have fun, man. I'm having fun. I'm living life. Jeez, live life a little. I, it's nerve-wracking when quick, it's your Anthony, team. Real quick, do your teams, yeah. does, does your Laker team ever start one for nine in 2K? Uh, not <laughs> usually, no. I did struggle okay. a little See, bit. That's the thing. That, that's why. I so did you got to start limiting your 2K time. Oh, no, no, but I'm just saying, I did struggle a little bit the other night. I was playing the Celtics, and for some reason, I, I really, I really struggled in the first quarter. I was down like fourteen to eight, and that rarely happens. But anyways, anyways, I think so I think we've discovered the problem. All right, so moving. But on. Uh, <laughs> yes, we took care of business. We did what we had to do. You know, thank goodness. And now, you know, here we are, uh, segueing into our first round matchup against the Memphis Grizzlies, which starts Sunday in Memphis. Let me give you a quick little recap of the Lakers and Grizzlies so far this season. So pretty interesting when I actually ran the numbers this morning. Uh, statistically, we almost we almost look like the better team. On the season, the Grizzlies average, 116.9 points. We average 117.2. We're shooting um, 48%. They're shooting 47.5%. Uh, they're shooting 35% from three. We're shooting 34.5% from three. Uh, we're out. We're, we shoot better from them from the free throw line. They out rebound us by one. They out rebound. They get one more assist than us, two more steals, and uh, an extra block a game. So pretty even statistically uh, throughout the season. Now, obviously, we played them three times this year. We won two of the three. Uh, We beat them um, 122-121. Then we lost in Memphis 109-121. And then the game that we all went to, of course, the POW game, where we won 112-103. So both wins were at home, the one loss in Memphis. They had now, no jaw in that game. Yeah, now, yes, yes, and yes, yes. 
Oh, no, I'm, I'm getting there. But in yes, in those games, LeBron, AD, and Ja missed some of those three games. So there was not a full complement of either team in all three of those games. Um, and we know going into this series, we are fully healthy and they are missing Steven Adams and Brandon Clark, you know, two of their, you know, yep. top big men um, that provide, you know, offense, rebounding and, and defense in the interior. So in our head to head matchups, those three games, the Grizzlies shot 42% from the field, 24, almost 25% from three, 71% from the free throw line and averaged 115 points a game. We shot 43.5%, 34% from three, almost 82% from the free throw line, and scored 114 points per game. So what does this tell you? Um, that this is going to be a series probably going to go six or seven games. That's what, it, that's what it tells you. Yeah, for sure. So what's your guys' thoughts? <laughs> Oh, Billy, you, you, heard, you, you heard the tale of the tape. <laughs> hey, you Jeez, heard the tale man. of the tape. Stop this is, this is the stuff you need to know when you're going into a series. Matter of you, stat you to death. You heard, <laughs> you heard the tale of the tape. Now, what are your guys' thoughts on the series? Billy, go ahead. I'll let you go first this time. Uh, our, our, we definitely have to guard a three a lot better. I mean, they're going to play fast. They're, they, you know, Stephen Adams not in and stuff like that. They're going to be able to switch a lot more. Uh, they're going to play faster. Um, Jog, you know, he missed some time, so he's obviously young and ready to go. Um, they got a, a I mean, Dylan Brooks is going to be like Patrick Beverly out there running his mouth and trying to get people in foul trouble and all that <laughs> stuff. So they got to try to ignore all that noise, be mentally sound. Um, just stick to just stick to our game, you know. Do what we do best: run the run the offense through AD, um, get him inside, get people in foul trouble. And hopefully, our shooting's a lot better than it was last night because we're definitely going to need that. And especially on the road, I mean that that Memphis crowd, they get loud and they get crazy, and it's going to be for some of the guys on that team that haven't that don't have playoff experience. It's probably going to show. Uh, probably the first, you know, first quarter, maybe even first half of the game with uh, of game one. So game one is the one I'm kind of worried about. We, we can't get down a lot of, you know, 10, 11, 15 at halftime and try to make some kind of run on the road. That's, that's going to be really tough. And luckily, if we if that does come to that, the schedule, the schedule kind of favors us in a way to where there's rest in between. Right. So, you know, Davis and, and James are probably going to play a lot more minutes now because we're going to get a lot more rest in between games. Um, hopefully we just stay healthy and, and we'll see what happens. And, and yeah, Anthony, you're right. It's going to go six, seven games. This isn't going to be a blowout by either team. It's, it's going to be crazy. And uh, we just got to be ready for whatever they bring us. We got to be more physical than them. We definitely have to come out a lot stronger and more physical than uh, we did against Minnesota. What's your what's your prediction as far as uh, how many games uh, and who wins? I, I just said it was going to go six or seven games. Oh, six or seven. Which one is it? What does it matter? 
Six and a half. <laughs> Six Vegas and odds, half. damn it. Yeah, he's asking for your prediction. <laughs> Billy's not good at these games. Remember, he's Kobe? Not, he really he's not good anything. at these games. He I like the six and a half, though. That's very uh, on par for Billy. Six six and and I, I don't predict. <laughs> I'm not predicting either way. All right. Well, all right. Now for my analytical breakdown here. You guys ready? As long as you're not throwing a bunch of stats again. <laughs> as long as Shannon Sharp is courtside for the first oh, four God. games. <laughs> I got Lakers in a sweep. <laughs> oh, gosh. You're I don't think Shannon Sharp's traveling to Memphis. If, okay. if I'm the Lakers, Shannon's part of the team now. <laughs> he's on the. He's not part of the traveling group. Get him, get him on, the on the team, team plane. <laughs> Bring his little goat mask with him. Him and LeBron can sip all the Henny they want. Oh, rat. man. You think you can make that happen, Anthony? Make I'll make happen? a phone call. <laughs> No, all joking aside though, um, I think it's uh, I think it's a tough matchup for sure for the Lakers. Obviously, you know, Jaws on the verge of becoming a superstar in the NBA if he's not already. You know, uh, it's no secret what he can do. Desmond Bain, bucket getter. You know, uh, Jaron Jackson and Dylan Brooks, like like Billy said, on the defensive end, they're going to give you problems. You know, so uh, they're they're a well-rounded, gritty team. Maybe grittier than us. I don't know. Grizzlies at home uh, this season, they've only lost six games. So yeah, they're very good they, at home. They went 35 and six uh, this season at home. So it's going to be tough. Um, but on the road, not nearly as good. They were uh, 16, 16 and 25 on the road. So, uh, but, you know, with the Grizzlies having home court advantage, I think it's going to take, you know, everything from the, from the Lakers to get it done. Lakers home and road record, uh, you know, are a little more balanced, like almost 500. Um, but, you know, we're still going to have to find a way to steal one on the road, um, and that's going to be tough. But, you know, like you said, Anthony, Stephen Adams, Brandon Clark are both out right now. So um, I'm going to say Lakers in seven. Yeah, you know, when I, when, I look, when I look at this series, you know, and I did the breakdown this morning, a couple things, you know, stood out to me, and Billy even made the point. Three-point shooting is obviously always one of our Achilles' heels, right? We don't make a lot of them and we tend to have nights like last night where we get out shot like they were you know at one point in the game Memphis I mean Minnesota was like plus 27 from the three-point line or something like that that so you look at that and you're seeing uh, you know down by seven or whatever and we're plus you know we're you know we're giving them extra 20 something points from three those are the tough games to win but if we can play like we played in the three games in the regular season Right. We held them under 43 percent shooting, under 25 percent from three. We outshot them from the free throw line. If we can do that, then we're going to be very successful. The, the two things that worry me in this series are <clears throat> Jaron Jackson is big enough to defend AD one on one. So you're not going to see a lot of double teams. And he's strong enough where he can body him, you know, to slow him down enough to make it a little more difficult for 80 to score and for us to run our offense through him. And two, do we have anybody that can slow down jaw? Cause obviously you're not going to stop jaw, you know, but do we have anybody that can just make him have to work hard because that game in Memphis that we lost Remember, If you recall, jaw took that game over in the third quarter. If we were winning that game, and then the third quarter, we just yeah. couldn't score, and we couldn't stop Jaw. Like, 
Didn't he, he score like 27 points or something? Well, yeah, but remember, he, there was a stretch in the third quarter where he scored literally like on nine or ten straight possessions. Yeah. And I don't mean like he was making threes. I mean, he was just getting whatever he wanted. He was getting to the line, getting jumpers, getting layups, getting ten-footers. We just had no answer for him. That's going to be a key. I think you got to stick Jared Vanderbilt on him and make him his assignment for the whole and series. I, and I think we will. I think you're 100% right. We will because obviously we didn't have Vanderbilt in that game because that game was pre-trade deadline. Yeah. So I think you're right. Um, but Billy alluded to it again about our shooting. Like last night, the second half was better, but in the first half, remember Schroeder, D'Lo, Beasley, and Reeves, I think combined had seven points at the half last night. That can't happen. You can't have halves or games like that where those guys don't contribute. They're going to have to make shots, especially the open looks when we do move the ball and when AD does get a double team or LeBron you know, drives and he creates um, you know, uh, contact and traffic and kicks to the open guy. So our role players, especially on the road, are going to have to make shots. But I, I think this series is really interesting. It reminds me a little bit of last year's series, right, when Golden State went into Memphis, right? Remember, Memphis was the home team. Yeah. Golden State had to start on the road, and, and they stole that game one. Remember that game one? Memphis had it, and they choked it in the yeah. final minute and a half. On that jaw layup or whatever, I think. Yeah, and I think that was that kind of flipped that that flipped the script for the I think the whole series. So I think if they win that game, that series might unfold differently. Now, obviously, Ja got hurt, and that obviously had a huge effect on the series because he didn't finish the series. But they still took the Warriors six right without without Ja. I don't so, remember. I, yeah, I, I think it still went six because remember they went back to Memphis. And they remember they blew the Warriors out that one game, whatever it was, when it was like three one or something, and they beat them by like forty. Yeah, <laughs> remember yeah. that game. Yeah. So I think they still took them six without Jaw. So, like you said, Kobe, we know this team is is gritty. We know this team is going to play physical. Uh, Bain and Dylan Brooks are guys that are that are big guards that are going to get in our chest, going to get in, you know, going to get going to get physical, going to get their hands in there. Um, you know, and, and try to create, you know, contact, make us work for layups. And sometimes they're going to call fouls and sometimes they're not. So we're going to have to match that physicality. Yeah, so get over it. So, yeah, well, we're going to have to match that physicality. That was the problem last night. We didn't match the physicality. You know, they were getting away with the bumping and the slapping and we didn't adjust. We didn't match it. You know, we were just letting, we just, we were just letting them, you know, turn us over and, and miss shots. So you, you, you have to, we have to match that, that physical, uh, energy that they're going to bring. And I think it's going to be very, um, like you said, it's going to be tough, but I, I think if we play our game, like Billy said, I think we can win it in six. All right. So cool. Yeah. So like I said, this, uh, game one is Sunday afternoon. So hopefully Lakers can find a way to get off to a good start and steal that game. Because like Billy said, there's rest in between because game two is until Wednesday. So we'll see how it goes and we'll be back next week with a recap and see where the Lakers are at after the first uh, couple of games. As always, we thank everybody for listening. Please check us out anywhere you get your podcasts. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and our YouTube page. Peace out. Peace.